Good morning, I'm Tom Robinson with sports. Day one of the Iowa Girls High School State Basketball Tournament in the books. Let's take a look at the 5A and 3A scores from yesterday. In Class 5A, Johnson over West Des Moines Valley, 60-31. Waukee topped Ankeny Centennials, 46-44. And Cedar Falls took out Davenport North, 71-65. Valley Catholic, 53. Pleasant Valley, 48. In Class 3A, Esterville Lincoln Central 61, Forest City 47, Des Moines Christian ousted Benton Community 49-46 in a nail-biter last night. And Mount Vernon, with its record-breaking three-point shooting, rolled in the Class 3A semifinals with a 67-25 win over Harlan. The Mustangs knocked down 14 of 24 shots from deep, a 3A record in a five-class tournament. The old record had been 12 three-point field goals, which Pocahontas accomplished twice in 2015 and 2017. Mount Vernon shot it well inside the arc, too, and finished at 55.6% overall. The Mustangs also out to rebound of the Cyclones, 33-23, came up with nine steals and had assists on 16 of their 25 field goals. Sidney Huber led the Mustangs with 14 points and went 4-for-8 from three-point range. That should be no surprise because she's a daughter of former Iowa State star Stacy Freeze, one of the most uh, prolific three-point shooters in Cyclone history. Peyton Simpson added 13 and went 3-for-6 from downtown. Taylor Frank added 12 and knocked down two three-point shots, while volleyball star Chloe Meester nominated inside with 11 points, 10 rebounds, 5 blocks, and 2 steals. Now Harlan making his 15th trip to the state tournament. They kept pace early and trailed just 14-10 late in the first quarter, but the Mustangs then kicked it up a notch, and there was nothing the Cyclones could do to stem that tied. Harlan finishes with a 20-4 and record. Aubrey Sweezel led Harlan with seven points, and Ava Monson scored six. Erica Rust led Harlem with seven rebounds. Mondays at Class 3A sub-state final scores. MOC Floyd Valley 67, Bishop Helan 57, Ballard 62, Clear Lake 51, Decorah down Charles City 69 to 40, and Davenport Assumption over Marion 63-32, and Williamsburg beat Keokuk 51 to 40. Pella beat Winterset 51-45, and Bondran Frar edged ADM at the end of the game last night 60 to 58. Well, the Rolling Valley All-Conference girls basketball teams have been released. First-team players include Breeley Clayberg of Coon Rapids-Bayard, Ava Stephenson from Kim, Taryn Peterson of Exira EHK, Jalen Peterson from Exira EHK, Charlie Pryor from Woodbine, Malia Clayberg of Coon Rapids-Bayard, Kira Nichols of Kim, Nicole Hopper from Woodbine. Second-team selections include Anna Hart of Coon Rapids-Bayard, Meredith Rich of Kim, Delaney Shirky from Arweva, DJ Steinkuller from Woodbine, Amanda Newton of Woodbine, Sylvia Sullivan from Bowyer Valley, McLean Houston from West Harrison, and Tilia Jansen from Glidden Ralston. Well, ESPN's college game day is coming to Iowa City Sunday for the Big Ten matchup between second-ranked Ohio State and fourth-rated Iowa. Sunday will be Kaitlin Clark's senior day at Carver Hawkeye Arena and possibly her last home game. Clark has been honored by the University of Iowa with her number 22 painted on the court where she broke the NCAA women's scoring record this season. NHST Wrestling ready to rise higher to the competition this offseason. Zach Collins has this report. HSCW Wrestling went through some tough tests this season and rose to the challenge. The Vikings featured Caden Baxter, who advanced his way to a sixth-place finish for the Vikings. While Baxter wanted to be within the top four, to earn six in the Iowa State Wrestling Tournament is a big achievement in itself. You know, obviously it's not what he wanted, um, especially after making semis. 
uh, you know, it's never something to look down on a sixth place finish at the high school state tournament. That's, that's pretty impressive. But, uh, with him, I think it gave him a lot of confidence and belief in himself that he can get even higher on that podium next year. So, you know, look forward to him working hard in the off season and, uh, continue and improve. Despite not making the stand for AHSTW, Henry Lund was a state qualifier and made it to the consolation rounds after falling in his first match overall. Lund was not able to get Don Bosco's Kyler Salis down to the mats. Yeah, um, honestly, I believe that Henry probably should have been on the stand. You know, he was winning his first match and just stopped wrestling for a couple seconds. And that couple seconds, uh, in his own words, uh, brain fart was the difference in the match. You know, uh, he got reversed and, and uh, got back points against him to lose the match there. So uh, he was winning and, you know, just, just that lapse in judgment or whatever it was on his part uh, cost him that match. But, I mean, you know, it just shows that. He's, he's way better than what the record shows uh, that he did there. He was in the match and just wasn't able to get take get a takedown. There's been a great amount of improvement from AHSCW from November to February. Head coach Evan Hansen looks ahead for the Vikings, both on and off the mats this offseason, for drastic improvements. Uh, yeah, I mean, we got a lot of work to do. You know, I, I think uh, we improved a lot this year. Um but we, we still have a long ways to go. Um, and that's on and off the mat there. We got to get our grades up, got to work harder on the mat and got to be willing to learn, got to be coachable. So, um, you know, if we can do those things, good things will happen. The future is bright for AHSCW wrestling, especially when advancing two wrestlers to the state tournament in Des Moines. Their success helps to give those who didn't make the tournament a target for what they're looking to aim for next season. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's always good to have a couple of qualifiers and a, a place winner, you know, um, those junior high kids and those little kids, they look at that and, uh, just think to themselves that they want to, they want to do that. And, um, so it's, it's a good reminder for those little kids that they have something to work forward to. And, uh, you know, for the guys that weren't on the podium or didn't even make it to state, it's also something that, uh, as long as they're returning, it's also something that they can uh, work for, you know, and, and hopefully just a, a reminder that, you know, if, if we're going to lose, it's not because we're not working hard. While the wrestling season is over, the athletes continue on as many prepare for the upcoming track and field season that starts just in a few weeks for the opening meets. I'm Zach Callens reporting. More sports on the web at westerniowatoday.com. I'm Tom Robinson with this sports update.